Businesses all across the planet are looking to make connections with people. Well, guess what? Divine Connections Magazine is helping businesses not only walk in their purpose and passion, but to get connected to their potential. That's right. You've got to connect to your potential and you can make it happen now because it is time to know your work. As you get connected to people all across the planet, Divine Connections Magazine will make it happen. And get featured in the magazine today and get your copy now because there's no other time than a divine time to get connected to Divine Connections Magazine. Terrell Goodman is the CEO of TSNF Consultant and Management LLC, a veteran-owned and operated family business that offers professional services for veterans. This company operates with a group of associate members with an average of 38 years of hands-on experience in their respective professions. They are committed to the highest principles, standards, and values to assure each client's success. To find out more, contact TSNF Consultant and Management LLC today. Just call 877-365-0817, extension 104. Hello, this is gospel recording artist Johnny Ruffin Jr. from Lewiston, North Carolina, just letting you know that I have a Christmas CD out entitled White Christmas. Please go and download that CD on any digital media outlet. Also, I have some good, great gospel music that I have created throughout the years that would definitely be a blessing to you and your household. Thank you for your support. God bless. Well, great day, great day, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Divine Connections. I am Dolores Williams. And here um, we share information about what is going on in the community. So Divine Connections Magazine is a mag magazine that is face-based and inspirational. Comes out quarterly in print as well as online. So if you have a business or a ministry or doing something great in the community, I would love for you to be a part. Again, it comes out quarterly. And if you're interested in advertising and sharing your information, your business, um, your church, your book, make sure you email me at divineconnectionsmagazine at gmail.com. So let's get into it. Welcome again. And how do you stay connected with Divine Connections, you will go to our website at divineconnectionsmagazine.com and then join our email list. There you will get information and updated information about events uh, when people are interviewing. And then you can always go back and view it as well. And just um, the great things that we're doing here with Divine, with Divine Connections. So go ahead and join the email list. Okay. Also, we are on Facebook at Divine Connections Marketing. So make sure you like that page. Also, follow us on Instagram at Divine Connections. That's Divine Connections, one word. And then you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Divine Connections. And also make sure you click the notification button as well to get notified when we are on. So I am grateful for the opportunity to share with you and to be here. So go ahead and connect. All right. So the magazine comes out quarterly, but the website link is divineconnectionsmagazine.com forward slash subscriptions. That will take you right to the page where you can order the quarterly magazine um, that is out. We have different businesses, entrepreneurs, pastors.
pastors, resources, connections, different things in the magazine. So you want to make sure you get a copy. We have digital as well as hard copy. Okay. And then you're going to get a couple of copies too for your family and friends and share and spread the good news with us. All right. And next on the agenda, if you would like to be a sponsor, say like you have a 30 second commercial about your business or your ministry, we would love for you to be a sponsor. We can include that um, as I do the interviews on Wednesdays from the time of three to six. Uh, we interview people in the community doing great things. We would love to have you in as a sponsor. It's played intro on the intro or the outro of our broadcast. And we share your good information for three months. And so the more people see you, the more people will recognize your brand, know who you are, know what you do. So you want to get connected and um, allow people to find out who you are because you are a problem to someone's solution. So I would love for you to be a part um, for that. Being a sponsor is 150 and that runs um, for three months. Okay. Awesome. 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 Next on our agenda, if you would like to have a 30 second or a 60 second commercial for your business, your ministry, your book, your gospel group. Email me at divine connections magazine at gmail.com. That is one of the services that we love to provide um, for our customers. Okay. And so we want you to be out there with a cutting edge video, letting people know who you are and what you do. So make sure you email at divineconnectionsmagazine at gmail.com. All right. So next on the agenda, my book is out, you guys, The Key Connector, How to Build an Empire Helping People. And so I have built, um, been in Divine Connections for 12 years now, and there are some strategies of how I built relationships and built this um, um, empire. So the name of the book is The Key Connector, How to Build an Empire helping people I would love. Love for you to get a copy, get a couple of copies and um, spread the good news and allow people um, to find out how they can build their community. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So the last thing um, that I want to share with you coming March 26, which is my 12th magazine anniversary. I will be having um, my event in Hall River, North Carolina at Beyond Measure Ministries. That's really close to Burlington area. Okay. And so this year or this coming up year, I will be celebrating women. Yes, we are phenomenal. We do great things. God definitely has blessed us. And so I want us to come together and give God all the glory, share what, you, share what you have, what God has given you. We'll have vendors, we'll have sponsorship, and then we'll have um, attendees, all right? So those are three ways that you can participate. All of those ways, you will also get featured in the magazine as well. So attend, being attended and celebrated, that's a ticket of $45, okay? Um, if you want to be a sponsor or you want to be a vendor, um, you can contact me and I will give you the price for that um, and know that you also get featured in the magazine, get two minutes in front of the audience and we're going to make it happen. All right. So that's what we do. And I am excited about it. And then most of all, we're going to come together and give God all the honor, all the glory. We've, of course, been through a lot this year. Um, but if you God has allowed you to still be here and making it happen. Uh, we are here to celebrate and love on each other and give God all the glory. All right. So that date again is Saturday, March 26th. Okay. Go to this email, um, made this website, Divine Connections Magazine at 
magazine.com forward slash events. There you can purchase your tickets. Again, tickets are $45. And then um, if you want to be a vendor, if you want to um, be a sponsor, contact this information, which is 336-338-8903. Let me know what you're interested in and I'll give you details from there. Or you can email me at divineconnectionsmagazine at gmail.com. Wonderful, Jesus. All right, so next on our agenda, I'm going to share a little bit about you, about the guest that's coming on um, next. And he has some information um, that he will share with you. All right, so I think this is it. Okay, there we go. And all right. It's been an honor for me to be here today to celebrate the book release of Bishop Daryl Anderson. Yes. Amen. No regrets. He's single and he's saved, and there are no regrets. He talks about his journey in his new book. I tell you what, please get the book. If you're single, get the book. If you are married and need to understand singles, get the book. If you're a counselor and want to be in a better place to counsel those who are single, I just access you get this book. It is truly an awesome testimony of his journey, and he also adds the word of God to it. And again, it's an honor for me to be here so grateful Bishop. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for allowing me to publish this book. For those of you that don't know, uh, Bishop Anderson won a contest. We had a... Uh-oh, hold on. Yeah, I'll give us a second. Okay, I'm not sure what happened and why it just stopped in the middle. Hold That's on. That's okay. That's okay. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what just happened? All right. So we have Bishop here himself. So he's going to share with us live. <laughs> That's about, okay. He's live. That's okay. Yeah, he's live. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, what he does? I'm not sure why that just stopped in the middle, but it's okay. That's what's it's okay. Happened. No problem. Wonderful. Well, welcome. Thank you. Anderson. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself and where you're from. Okay. Um, again, my name is uh, Darrell Anderson, Bishop Darrell Anderson. Um, I'm originally from North Carolina, Durham, North Carolina, born in Durham, raised in Durham, uh, went to Hills, Great Hillside High School in the morning. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. You know, acted as my personal Oh, right. you know, there, there, there one to come back on. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, went to Hillside High School, um, graduated from high school, uh, attended Ante um, University, uh, then went to North Carolina Central. So I was all over Durham. Uh, yes. Got called into the ministry. God called me into ministry. I was uh, worked for IBM for some years. Um, God called me, and I went full time in ministry, and um, didn't grow up in the church, uh, even though. My mother, my grandmother lived two doors from the church. Um, I didn't grow up from the church. Uh, she went to church. She was saved. I was the kind of person who hit the streets. Um, and God literally pulled me out the streets. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I got saved in the streets. Uh, okay. So um, went uh, was doing a little uh, what young boys do, drugs, everything, and uh, God called me, and um, I answered the call. Uh, I went to Texas, and then I came back to Atlanta, and I've been in Atlanta ever since. Uh, Full time ministry. I have uh, God gave me um, the ability to travel around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a little young man from Durham, North Carolina, I preached around the world, literally uh, from Italy to Africa to uh, England. Um, I was telling Miss um, uh, Dolores, I'm a ambassador for the church in um, in London now. Um, it's amazing uh, what God can do. Um, That's right. It's it, it, it surprising, and it was funny because I said, "If there's really a God, you're going to have to show it to me." God, you're going to have to show me who you are. And um, he did it. Um, and there's no regrets. I wrote the book, No Regrets. Gallaud, um went through a divorce mm-hmm. yet while I was becoming a bishop. Um, mm-hmm. And that was uncommon in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hung in there anyway. That's right. uh, and said, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to live a hypocritical life. Mm-hmm. If, if something's not working, then it's not working. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, when I was in the streets, I did what I did. So when I come to the church, I'm going to be truthful with what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I learned everything I knew, uh, in the church, um, and really, I uh, got hurt, went through the hurts of the church, went through the hurts of pastoring, went through the hurts of bishop. Uh, but I'm still here. And that's why, um, I went and God led me to write this book for those who um, got hurt in relationships in church mm-hmm. um, is it, 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 um, a lot of ministers, pastors, um, bishops, uh, um, I don't want to say it right, they, you, you have to have on the show on Sunday morning, but then mm-hmm. your house is not in order or your wife is sitting out there all mad and uh, or the <laughs> husband is sitting out there all mad. Right, right. Uh, and and that I didn't have that kind of relationship when I was in the streets. Mm-hmm. So I knew I wasn't going to have that kind of relationship when I came to God. I came to God um, wanting to be uh, honest, real, upfront. Um, mm-hmm. And I found out it helped people when you um, yeah. you you are transparent in um, what you do and how you say things and. Mm-hmm. You never forget where you came from. That's right. Um, and you never forget some of the things you did in life. I'm not saying go back and do them again, but you can't judge people. Um, if God can save you or myself, he can save anybody and bring them out of where they at. From drugs to to abusive relationship, from molestation mm-hmm. to grief, um, to depression, suicide. Yeah. Uh, all those things, um, and the sad thing about it is a lot of those, uh, us in the ministry, uh, who are going through those issues. Yes. Uh, but, and we'll quote scriptures and say all things that not let people know that we're going through it. So we're living double lives. So mm-hmm. that's part of my story. Um, I'm now working as a, a bereavement coordinator, um, as well as pastoring, as well as traveling. So I deal with, um, uh, hospice. Um, God pushed me in the hospice because I lost my mother in 2017 mm-hmm. uh, to Alzheimer's. And then in 2020, I lost um, my only sister 
oh. um, to ALS. Um, so I saw her going from where she could walk, take care of very strong. All my women who was in my life were very strong black women. Yeah. And so um, she went from walking, talking, singing in my choir, singing in the choir with me yeah. to where she couldn't, she was in a wheelchair. And then she passed in 2020. So eventually I ended up into um, hospice. So I wanted to, I told the devil, if you, I'm going to, I'm going to keep coming at you as long as I can. So yeah. if I can help one person get through their grieving process, mm -hmm. get through hospice, um, because I didn't know what hospice was. Mm -hmm. until I went through those two situations. And now um, I go out and I tell people, uh, especially uh, black people, uh, about hospice because yeah. it can help you with that as a caregiver, not only that patient, but as a caregiver. So that's my story. Right? So, uh, I'm sorry. Awesome. No, no, you're fine. You are fine. <laughs> so I wanted to go back. We don't go get into hospice, but <laughs> that's okay. I wanted to go back to how you lived and you was kind of in the streets and then you went to church. So mm -hmm. what was your draw or your transition from the streets to the church to this uh to to be honest um following my ex-wife now <laughs> to the church she was kind of in the church she didn't go that much but uh she would go and her mother was very strong in the church and i we started off as friends so i would take her anyone you your viewers might not know but uh from uh from durham to apex north carolina uh, back then, it was probably about 30, 40 minutes to get mm -hmm. down a little back road. And I would take her from IBM, which was in Research Triangle Park, mm -hmm. to her home. She would tell me, give me a ride home. And when I got home, when I would get to her house, I would feel like weights was on me, that, mm -hmm. that um, somebody had dropped a ton of weights on me. And I would tell her, and she would tell her mother, and she said, uh, tell that, she back then, I was younger, she said, tell that boy <laughs> that, uh, that God is chasing him. I said, God chasing me. Mm. I said, well, I ain't running nowhere. I don't even <laughs> like that. <laughs> Comical. But um, she and so my, my ex-wife would go to church and I would go in church and sit in the back of the church. I would go to church sometimes. Uh hi, offer marijuana, <laughs> uh, sit in the back of the church. And that thing I knew, I saw myself from the back of the church to the middle of the church, from the middle of the church to the front of the church and I then I saw myself up there preaching and I like I know this this some good stuff I must be smoking <laughs> but it wasn't that it was God calling me to to ministry and I came out um and then he took me um IBM transferred me at that time to uh Austin Texas and I announced my calling um to a thousand people had never preached a sermon for in my life and I stood up before uh, over a thousand people and told them that I've been called. And, and the pastor at the time said, well, you'll preach. Back then they used to call what they call trial sermons. Mm -hmm. So I had to get up and preach in a bunch of strangers, mm -hmm. uh, my first sermon. And I've been on, like the old people say, on the battlefield ever since. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what would you say to someone that's listening uh, that may be on the edge? They know that you know, maybe they're supposed to be doing something else mm. or the street life is what it is, but mm -hmm. there's um, a pull on them, but they don't know how to reach out or kind of, you know, tap into the one that's on the inside of them to, to shift. 
Right. It's, it's, I would say this, and uh, it's a difficult um, transition, uh, especially for those of you, us who didn't, wasn't raised in church, uh, then go to church and then have a resistance or a rebellion against church, against mm -hmm. pastors, against Christians, against, that was my whole thing. I wasn't going to give no pastor my money. I wasn't going to give no church my money. Mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't even going to do any of that. But God has a way um, of, of capturing you, capturing you um, and making you surrender. The longer you go out there, and, and this is not about just, and I'm talking to the, those out there, it's not about just preaching. I would call to preach, do what I do. But you have a ministry, what you're doing. Might not get behind a pulpit, mm -hmm. but this is your gift. Yes. And see, once you harm in on your gifting, what God have got for you to do and everybody from the drug dealer to the prostitute to whoever has that inside of them. Mm -hmm. uh, and you have to harm in on it and say, this is what I got. Then the second thing, you can't be fearful. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't be scared. Change is very scary for us. You mm -hmm. know, we don't want to leave the norm. Right. And, and step out. Um, now that you're in church, you know, we call it faith. Mm -hmm. You don't want to step out and any if, if you're going to succeed at anything, you have to step out beyond what's comfortable for you. And um, me, God sending me to Texas away from my friends, away from drugs, away from selling drugs, mm -hmm. drugs and all that. Um, that got me to a place where I had to surrender, throw up my hands and say, hey, OK, I'm tired of being tired. Mm. Uh, once you get tired of being tired um, and it, it, nobody can make you do anything, you, right. you have to get tired of being tired and quit blaming other folks, people for what you're going through um, and start saying, what am I do? What can I do to change this? How can I change this direction that I am? And, and go for it. Um, it's not about, like I said, it, it's not about preaching is not about being a Sunday school teacher. Um, then if you're going to find somebody who speaks into your spirit mm, and right. not just speak to you, you know, speaking you, it can be a hundred people in that place. And it, you feel like, man, that person talking to me. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened with me. You know, it was like, Oh, this, how you know this man? Yeah. Mm -hmm. this and once you and God used that person uh, mm -hmm. to 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 say to minister to you to pull you uh, and speak your language, He'll speak your language to you, mm -hmm. uh, and you'll know it's right. You one one thing about being in the streets, out there in the streets, you are very real. If you out there, you real. Yes. Yes. Uh, and and nobody can deceive you too much because mm -hmm. uh, you have been through hell and high waters to get where you are. Come on now. <laughs> So <laughs> they might see that see you on something like this, but when you can see the story <laughs> that mm -hmm. they come through, they get here. That's, that's right. what makes you uh, anointed. That's what you get all the words now anointed and anointed mm -hmm. and all that. Uh, that's what makes you anointed. That's what crushes you and get you where you are. The strength that you have, you never understand the strength you have until you've been crushed. Ooh, <laughs> and crushed by people who you love, uh, not by your enemies. <laughs> yeah, and that leads me to the next thing I was going to talk about. 
You talk a little bit about church hurt. Let, let's talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you invited me on here. <laughs> let's talk about that. Uh, um, church hurt is real. Uh, and, and, and the sad thing about it, because we are all um, human uh, from the bishop to the one who cleans up the the bathrooms and that's no, I'm not putting yeah. any on it, uh, but we all human and we all um, still growing. Yes. And sometimes we do things um, in the name of Jesus that really not <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Well, if we put Jesus name on it, people, we hope people will accept it more. And so we're in it with a Jesus or something like that. Uh, not knowing that we're hurting people, um, that we're we're messing some folks up. Um, and um, it 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 have to it have to be a point that as a as a especially as a pastor, and you have to get to a point you grow. Not grow just in church wise is is as how many people I have, how many services I have, That's but right. grow in the word yourself as a pastor. That God, this is talking to me. This is I'm seeing something. I have to get my house right. I have to get my wife or my husband right. Mm-hmm. I have to make. I can't go out here and tell people what to do, how to do it. Not that I'm perfect. But mm-hmm. then, uh, but I want to be in a place where I feel comfortable mm-hmm. with delivering what I'm saying right. because not only am I doing it, it's been tried by me now, and I have went through this, and mm-hmm. I understand that. Um, I, I, I case in point, just because I don't know how many people you have listened to yeah. you. Case in point, when I first started pastoring, I used to literally I would say, you know, um, death. I would talk about death, and I would say, you look. You're going to heaven, people going to heaven, and and we can't cry all the time. You got to get over it. Okay, mm. I lost my mother, my sister. Mm. So now that whole, I look back over 10, 15 years ago, how I used to preach and teach. Mm-hmm. It have changed dramatically now. Mm. Not the word itself. Yeah. You still have to move through. But sometimes people it takes people time. To get to get through what they're going through, so mm-hmm. I would have people come to my church and say, "Well, um, Bishop, um, my daddy died ten years ago, and mm-hmm. and I still cry." I say, "Girl, oh, man, man, you got to get over that. You you know the Lord been good to you. You got to have faith now. No, because everybody take their time. That's right, and, and they grieve in their own way. That's right, and it can be something simple as a song that come on the radio." Mm-hmm. That makes you cry or bring a tear. Uh, is uh, uh, and uh, people are going through depression, yeah, uh, and they're sitting up in churches every Sunday, uh, raising their hand. And and the pastor or the assistant pastor or the board don't even know they're out there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that they are they're a step from suicide, one step from mm-hmm. suicide, uh, wanting to take their life, yeah. and they're coming to that church. And and is but because the connection is not there mm. uh, from the pulpit to the pew. Come on, you know, so it it messes. Just something right there, but keep going. <laughs> mm. It messes people up. 
so is um so is it the church um the, after this pan post pandemic we're in, when God opening up the churches um pastors bishops and I include myself so I'm not we have to look at things different mm -hmm. um uh, when Moses um, people don't realize Moses buried over two million people in that desert. Mm -hmm. um, and then he didn't even get get to go over into Jordan, uh, cross over Jordan. Joshua had to take him over. But for those years, Moses mm -hmm. was burying his friends. He, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, he, he, was, he had to sit there and do a funeral just about every day. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, where God told him, well, I'm not going to allow you to take these people over there. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a whole new generation. Um, but yeah, God said that, but Moses was human. He was mm -hmm. compassionate and he had came out with a lot of these folks and he had to see them uh, die there in the desert. Well, we're in that point. We're coming out of the pandemic, some churches, some people, and we all lost friends. We lost neighbors mm -hmm. um, and um, people are hurting. So um, the church have to be aware that we can't get up and just preach a good time sermon. We have to understand that uh, folks, uh, relationships, um, um, abortion. Women are, have had you know, going through where they had abortion or uh, molestation. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of things that, and your people sitting out there every Sunday. Uh, they're not out just out there in your church. They're out on your job. They're out there listening to this. Mm -hmm. um, and we must be very aware of those type things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you talked about connections. Let's go back to that just a little. Bit. <laughs> say your statement again about the connections from the from the pulpit to, to the pews. Yeah, from the pulpit to the pews. Um, the, the the church has to be connected to the people. Um, is is um, understanding how people are hurting mm -hmm. um, and the way my grandmother used to hurt. It's not the way that you or myself might be hurting now. Mm -hmm. uh, and my grandmother didn't have social media. Mm -hmm. uh, she she sure. brought a Bible to the church. That's good. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of um, even people older, middle age now bringing their telephone, their social computers and stuff to the church. Mm -hmm. um, so um, it, um, the job market, the economy out there, uh, these things, and yet when you got to be careful because you're asking people for tithes, you're asking them to give, you're asking them at all these things. I'm not saying please for pastors who might be listening. I'm not saying that tithes are not important. I wouldn't even go down that line with y'all now. I'm just saying the people that you're dealing with, they're coming out of a desert situation um, and it's been dry for, yeah. for a long time now. Um, jobs has been lost. Yeah. Um, uh, they have lost loved ones to weather the pandemic, to uh, stage four colon cancer, to Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. all those things. Uh, and now God is saying, let's cross over Jordan. And people, everybody said, okay, let's go now. It's time to inherit the land. And we should. Mm -hmm. It don't mean that the mental capacity of folks can handle everything that's out there. So we have to get them ready. Mm -hmm. And this, what you're doing, is a great uh, platform to do something like that. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you mm -hmm. so much. So let's get in a little bit of what you talked about with hospice. Mm -hmm. um, 
I, I want to say benefits. I don't know if that's the right word. But, <laughs> it's okay. uh, you know, just the the service they provide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I before, uh, especially in the black community, before, and I'm um, part of this too, because before my mother um, went in um, with diagnosed with uh, Alzheimer's, uh, nobody in my family ever had Alzheimer's, or to my knowledge, was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. I don't know. She was a single mother, a man, excellent mother, did what she did. Never, We never wanted for nothing. I'm the oldest. She always taught me to take care of her, take care of the family. So uh, that was always included in me to help her. So even before she began to pass, um, she set things in place. She would tell me, um, I'm, I'm losing my uh, memory. This is what I need you to do. This is this. I'm like, oh, mom. But anyway, as it went on, um, she got uh, to a place I had to put her in what they call a memory care center place. Um, that's different. And I didn't know all that. That's different from a, a rest home uh, type facility because uh, memory care is that specifically they still can move, have their move around. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lady told me one day the move I said, Mr. Anderson, we need to put um, we want to put your mama in on all time. I mean on um uh, well, hospice. Mm-hmm. And I said, Oh no. Mm-mm. I said, that's a death sentence. You're not gonna kill my mama. Um, that's my mama. She said, No, Mr. Anderson, she said, let me educate you a little bit about about it. And so after she did, um what really got me and to be transparent with you mm-hmm. um my sister at the time she didn't believe my mother was that was that sick and you're always going to have people in your family and i hope i'm helping somebody because when things happen yes, you have some step up to the plate and some they're <laughs> going to say they're going to fight you on every <laughs> the plate mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the one you think gonna gonna be there might not be there, and the one that's there, and sometimes you might be the only one. Yeah, that's there. So I hope that's helping somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you have, you have, and, and you can get mad, arguing. You're gonna go through a real emotions. You're gonna you're gonna call him the devil. You're gonna want to cuss him out. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna want to throw things at him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> do all of that stuff. But anyway, um, I um, the late what really got me is I. Uh, she said my mother at that time um, needed depends, um, and I had never. Uh, I'm like I'm a young man. I'm a man at that time, and the the, play, the lady at the place said, "Mr. Anderson, you need to get your mama some depends." And I called my sister at the time. She was still living. And I said, you need to go get mom some depends. She said, oh, no, I ain't going to get her no depends. And I'm like, you know, oh. so I'm walking in the grocery store, tears coming down my eyes. Mm. And I'm like, for real? <laughs> I got to do this. Right. Not that I didn't want to do it, but it was just me as a son now getting mm-hmm. behind her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this. Right, and, right. and I went on and uh, I done it and but hospice came in and one of the benefits you mentioned, I didn't have to do it no more. Mm. Mm-hmm. And when they told me we take care of all of that, mm-hmm. 
that was like God speaking to me saying, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for you. And so I um until she passed, she went on hospice and came out, came off because she got better. Then she went back on and she passed. Um God eventually uh, sent me to hospice, but I went through after going through these experiences, mm -hmm. I know now. Yeah. And see, I've been there almost two years now, so I understand it much better. And I try to educate churches and the black community uh, on hospice because we think it was a death sentence mm -hmm. and it's really there to help um, bring comfort yeah. Um, yeah. to your to your family uh, and to especially to that one who we call the caregiver who's there for that that person. And mm -hmm. it not only helped the patient, but it also helped you. Yeah. Um, because you get a team with you. You get somebody like myself who <clears throat> who's a, um I'm also a chaplain. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that you get the chaplain, you get all these this group, this team to come uh, from a CNA to an RN to a social worker. If you can't, um, we help with the funeral home uh, arrangements if you need that, whatever. And so it's, it's a benefit to um, to people. And uh, I try to be there because uh, that's the way I keep my mother alive and I keep my sister alive mm -hmm. by doing this. Uh, and I get more reward out of it than I do passion, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Because it's a hands-on, I'm right there. I'm, I'm closing that gap between the pulpit and the um, and I believe um, so every time um, I can help somebody or um, say something to somebody and I'm meeting people, uh, I have to call after someone passed, I'm the one who go and do counseling for the family. Okay. Um, so um, I'll call them and like tomorrow I'll be going to a funeral for someone I never met before. I just met them on the phone. They asked me to come to with Mr. Um, Mr. Adams, will you come and just do the film for for my my brother? Mm -hmm. Awesome! I, I appreciate that information just because we need to know. You know, mm -hmm. I really don't like to think about death. I don't like to think about people getting older and one day going to be. Gone. I, you know, I just try to. Mm, I don't want to hear. You want to hear it, right? <laughs> I can't take it. I can't take it. But <clears throat> I know a lot of people talk about hospice, so I wanted you to share since you already. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I definitely appreciate that. No problem. I, I love the spirit of your laughter because it's like you know you've been going through a divorce or been through a divorce, <laughs> church stuff, and um, you know with your mom and your sister going there, but you still have the spirit of joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because because uh, God been good. Um, and when I mean been good, this is not no church cliche. I'm just saying. Uh, because you're going to have your ups and your downs. Anybody, especially with you doing what you're doing, I, I've been there, radio, I've done TV, radio, all that. Mm -hmm. So you have your ups and downs. You have people you think you can count on and you find out you can't count on them. Uh, you have folks who get jealous of you for what you're doing. And that's for anybody. You don't have to be at this level. It can be at uh, any level. Um, and you really, uh, you look at yourself and you say, well, what did I do? Mm -hmm. to cause this or what did I do to cause this person not to like me no more mm -hmm. or don't want to be around me no more and if you're not careful um, the enemy will, will will block you and make you want to give up and make you want to stop 
But you have to, those are the times that you got to know God with you. And most of the time, and, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a bitch, you got to know yourself. You got to know who you are yes, as sir. a person. And uh, if you can figure that out, it takes some time. And I'm not trying to be funny. Mm -hmm. It takes some time for you to figure that out. Um, because life present comes at you different way. Jesus said in Romans, I mean John 10 10, the thief come to kill, steal, and destroy, but I come that they may have life mm -hmm. and have it more abundantly. Yes, yes. And um life um is something is, is presented to you each and every day. That's right. Under life comes through for me through Christ. And it don't mean I own 10 businesses. I'm driving Rolls Royce, a Maserati. Uh, and I don't have, I have had three or four homes, um, have lived in a million dollar home and <laughs> done all of that. Um, but the greatest joy to me is being comfortable with God and in myself. Yeah. If I can treat people right, do what's right. And even because if you, if, if you don't have nobody coming at you, you ain't doing nothing. Woo! Ooh, that's good stuff okay. right there. <laughs> so, yeah, if, you, if everybody around you love you and you you the party person and mm -hmm. bring all the alcohol to the party and mm -hmm. all that, I, I test your friend. Quit bringing the alcohol and see how many times you get invited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> quit bringing the, the the blunts and see how many times you get invited. To right, right, and all that. Uh, that's life. Yeah, that's life. It is it, no better in the church or outside the church. Mm -hmm. The only thing is that you have Christ in your life. That's right. And once you get Christ in your life, then whether you're going to church every Sunday and don't get me wrong, I believe you should go to church because you are. But everybody don't go to church every Sunday. Everybody don't 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 believe the way we believe. Mm -hmm. But God have not turned His back on people. That's right. Just because they don't believe the way we believe, mm -hmm. you know, um, and we got to understand that we can't force feed people Christianity. Mm. We we have to show them yes. um, through our living and through the way we treat each other and the way we love on each other and the way we are, are transparent um, mm -hmm. with people um, and for real, I mean, for real with people, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, I don't want to preach your teaching. It's all good. I, I enjoy. I enjoy. It. I appreciate it. So let's um, talk about two more things. Um, your book, and then we're gonna let you leave with us with a word of encouragement. So, okay. tell us about your book. Well, my book is um, called. Um, let me put it over here if I can get it. Uh, it's called No Regrets. Okay. Um, no regrets. Um, living the saving single life. Mm -hmm. um, and it's um it's it's just it talk it talks about well being honest when I went through from the time I um went from not just a divorce but church and dealing with um what um and I know what I'm saying I'm just trying to it 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 is I pulled out myself. Mm. It, it, it's more about uh how the Bible view um um divorce um because you hear so much about it um how to uh date uh and i'm not meaning just date um go out there and like on the internet and all that and date i'm saying learning who you are 
yeah. and seeing the signs of dating. Um, I got a section in here, um, a chapter for um, living the single and saved and the, uh, the changing views of the church, mm. how the church perceive a single person. Mm. Uh, a lot of times you sing in the church, they won't put you, you got to, uh, uh, they don't want you around a married person mm. because they think you're trying to get the husband. They try, you're trying to get the wife. Mm -hmm. um, so, and um, I've got a chapter that said, um, divorce is a blessing or a sin. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes, you, you know, getting away is a good thing. Mm -hmm. and a lot of pastors might not believe say that, but for you, you got to know, it's time for me to go. It's time. <laughs> it's, time. <laughs> it's time for me to go. <laughs> Uh, and I talk about the pitfalls of single life. What are some of the pitfalls of, as it relates to the scripture? I talk about the re, uh, the Rahab pitfall. Um, um, I talk about um, the, the pitfalls of um, if this person, um, what do we have in common and what we don't have in common? Mm -hmm. uh, I also talk about being equally yoked. Um, because whether you're a Christian or not, one can be a Baptist, one can be a Methodist or be Pentecostal. Um, should I go to church once I get married, Bishop? I used to have this all the time, Bishop. If I get married, do I have to leave your church and go to my husband's church? Mm. <laughs> you know, well, I ain't leaving your church. He got to come to me. <laughs> I go, baby, you got to go. No, uh-uh. You know, so it's a lot of things, uh, especially... Um, and it's for marriage too, um, because I was married for twenty something years. Um, so um, it's a lot of things that I had to detox from mm. before I got into a relationship. I tell a lot of times, women, a lot of times that men, women will go and talk to other women mm -hmm. about their feelings, especially if they're going to, if they're in a relationship, if they come out of a relationship. We, as men, we find another relationship. Mm. And we and we bring those same problems. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. That we had in that old relationship to the new relationship. So mm -hmm. the woman began to say, Well, what did I do to deserve this? Mm -hmm. No, I'm really taking it out on you what I should have dealt with because even though you I'm seeing signs in you. Well, it ain't so much you doing anything, he just haven't got over, he haven't talked about it. He haven't he haven't gave himself time. To see who he is, what he wants to do. Uh, why, women, why you want to get on a bus with a man who's driving and he don't know where he's going? Um, so <laughs> you, you got to ask yourself, um, mm. where's you, where are you going? What, what's your vision? Um, what, what have God said to you? Before we get married, what have God said to you? Come on, sir. About what you need to be doing. Mm -hmm. You know, and then he need to be able to help you bloom uh, into what you want to become. You know, he sees that he, he's the priest of your life now. He's the priest of the house. Uh, so he should see the things in the house that need to be um, watered and need to be loved and all that. So that's what I learned. And everything I tell people all the time, my divorce, going through divorce, it wasn't all my wife's fault. It was some things uh, I should have I, I had no guidance in pastoring because I told you I didn't grow up in church. Right, right. I didn't have no guidance in pastoring and being a husband. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
So I thought, you know, this is what I need to be doing. This is what I have to do. And but I never really took into consideration how this was affecting my family. Mm, that's good. How it was affecting my wife, you know, at the time. Um, and it, that's with any business. That's with what you're doing. How is this what I'm doing going to affect my relationship? My, yeah. I have to take time for my family. I have to take time for myself. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, and all that. So, mm-hmm. so this is my book. Uh, you you can. Order it's on Amazon also. So okay. Mm-hmm. It's on Amazon. So you can order it. Um get it or you can call me and um I got a couple here so that I'd like to send to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Um mm-hmm. share your contact information. So if anybody all the things that he talked about, he talked about a lot of good things. Um we need to get in contact with you and ask questions or touch bases. Um mm-hmm. you know, information and how they can find you yeah it's on screen it's um pastor d <laughs> pastor d anderson at yahoo.com and i'm also do facebook live um uh, bishop Dara anderson mm-hmm. um in fact i do wednesday night and i um at seven on uh, facebook and i do um my sunday morning at 11 okay. and then i do different events like this um as well and then you can call me at 770-891-1338 um, if you want to get in contact with me. Um, and we'd be happy to talk to you or see what we can come up with. And I do appreciate you, mm-hmm. madam. Yes, uh, and I just want to say, may God bless what you're doing. May he shine on you and shine and just open up more and more doors for your ministry. I receive it. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. So... Let's end with a word of encouragement. Okay. Um, Let me say this. Um, If I could talk to, um, say something to your audience today. Um, Thank you, Holy Spirit. I haven't said anything preacher, preaching, but I say this. In the book of Genesis, the Bible, God put Adam there. He put um, Eve and he before he brought both of them together he literally uh, had provision for them um, the Bible talks about that before Adam that the dew would come and water uh, the ground uh, God literally did make Adam so that man can work till the ground and all that but I want to say because what really sticking with me for y'all tonight for somebody I don't know who I'm talking to. Yes, uh, he put there in the midst of the garden a tree, mm-hmm. and he told Adam. He said, "Look, boy, you can't. You have everything around here, but this tree right here, mm-hmm. I don't want you to touch. And the day you touch or get it, you're going to truly die." Mm-hmm. I I say that because um, it seems we got to understand this was before sin entered because Adam hadn't eaten of the tree yet. Mm-hmm. So Adam had the conscience enough to say, I want to or I don't want to. He gave him that choice. Mm-hmm. But here's what God did that's really profound. He allowed Adam to walk by every day mm. and look at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. saw how good the fruit looked. 
-hmm. He woke up in the morning, smelled the fruit coming from the tree. And mm -hmm. every day he would walk by that tree and he would remember what God said. Don't touch. Mm -hmm. Don't touch. And I'm going to say this because I want to put it here that even though Eve ate, sin didn't come in through her. Mm. He told Adam mm -hmm. not to eat. And mm. I, my thing is, be careful, everyone, because each day God puts something Ooh. in your life that he tells you, don't touch. It look good. It smell good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it might be a nice looking man, mm -hmm. a nice looking woman. <laughs> it could be a business that might you think gonna take off. Mm -hmm. But he say, don't touch. Mm -hmm. And it's not to tempt you. It's just to show your obedience to him. Mm. And you got to figure out every single month, year, day, what is it that mm -hmm. God telling me not to touch? How do you know, Bishop? Because sometimes when you do touch, you'll say to yourself, I should have left that alone. <laughs> God told me or something told me mm -hmm. not to do that. If you can catch hold of that, you go a long way. God bless you. Thank you, Bishop. You're welcome. I appreciate you. <laughs> You're welcome. Y'all say appreciate you, young lady. Oh. <laughs> Durham Mike, even though you didn't go to Hillside, I appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But we don't want to call now. We ain't so now look. We in the kingdom, okay? We're in the kingdom now. <laughs> To God be the glory. Look, I appreciate your time and your um, appreciation, your words of wisdom. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, your transparency. Well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I do not take it lightly. I really appreciate what you uh, allow me to come and be so pretty uh, to be on your platform with yeah. such a beautiful, pretty young lady. God bless you. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you. Um, you guys, whew, that was good. The day was just a good day. Y'all <laughs> make sure you like and share this broadcast. The things that he said, I know more people need to hear about it. So if you don't mind, please just like and share this broadcast. And we are grateful. I'm grateful that God has given me this platform to allow us to share the goodness of Jesus, because that's what it's all about. And that we are humans and that we have journeys and we go through things in life. But at the end, at the beginning of the day, God is still God and he sits on the throne and he is with you. And so we're going to go through our experience and our trials and our tribulations, but know that God is with you. Amen. So, thank you, Bishop, for coming thank you. over. You are very welcome. So hold tight. Um, thank you for coming and being my guest today. I am Dolores Williams with Divine Connections. Make sure you all stay connected to the number one divine connector, which is Jesus Christ. So thank you again and hold tight and we will turn it over to our sponsors. Okay.
Okay. Terrell Goodman is the CEO of TSNF Consultant and Management LLC, a veteran-owned and operated family business that offers professional services for veterans. This company operates with a group of associate members with an average of 38 years of hands-on experience in their respective professions. They are committed to the highest principles, standards, and values to assure each client's success. To find out more, contact TSNF Consultant and Management LLC today. Just call 877-365-0817, extension 1. Hey, we've got exciting news from Divine Connections Marketing Services. Now you can create your own custom video commercial for your business or organization. It's time for you to win. Your product or service is someone's solution. So get the attention of your potential customers now. Choose from a 30 or 60 second commercial today. Just email us at divineconnectionsmagazine at gmail.com and we can get started. Connect today and let's get started making your custom video commercial now. Divine Connections Magazine. Get major exposure for your business. Is someone looking for your service? Do you need networking? Are you a gospel artist or a ministry? Do you have a major event that you want to promote? Divine Connections Magazine has the solution for you. We can distribute to residents, businesses, churches, and online. Don't miss this opportunity to expand your marketing locally and around the world. Find out more about us at DivineConnectionsMagazine.com. Get your spot in the next issue of Divine Connections Magazine by emailing us for details at divineconnectionsmagazine at gmail.com. Make sure to like us on Facebook at Divine Connections Marketing. Follow us on Instagram at Divine Connections. Let's get it started now.